What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the former informer Imran Khan. Howdy. Howdy. That's a great shirt you're wearing there. Yeah, it's it's in support of I forget what exactly now, but I'm pretty sure it's important. No, it was for me. You supported me as the king of Halloween. Oh, right. Remember? Yes, that was it. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, that thing then, really matters, yes. You know, and Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. was going to be on this podcast, but today on Games Daily before recording, you supported me as the king of Halloween, and he said, I can't be on the same show as Imran, so I thank you. You know, yeah. two birds with one stone. I got your endorsement. You got rid of Blessing. I can't thank you, got, you enough. Wow, you got the Imran endorsement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big one. It's That's a big huge. one over there. I know, right? That's what a big part of it is. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't recognize that voice from the kind of funny games cast that have come before, he, of course, is the Hispanic heartthrob Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting, head shotting, rooting, tooting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. You just made the rooting, tooting thing a thing, huh? <laughs> I, well, I've been waiting. It's been like three kind of funny podcasts that I've included it since Nick asked me to include it. And then you just never, ever acknowledged it. And today I saw you finally, like, I saw your eyes dim a bit from it. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where when you acknowledge the joke, the audience gets super horny and then they sure. jump on it like crazy. And that it just sort of perpetuates it, you know? So you're, you don't want so, you don't want people to be so happy. So I acknowledged yeah. it. Are you happy, Greg? It's just you know if I'm if I'm making jokes out in the world and nobody's there to hear them, do they even make a sound? Sure. You know, are yeah. they worth anything? Sure. What okay. is your life if it's not to make people horny, Andy? Like that that's, seems like it should be your point. main goal. That's true. That's true, everyone. Uh, of course, this is no ordinary kind of funny games cast, ladies and gentlemen. This is our review so far of Watch Dogs Legion. We're going to get into that. Us three have been playing it. We have plenty to say about it. But of course, before we do any of that, let me remind you that this is the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week, we come together around these microphones to talk about video games that we love, like, and sometimes don't like. Uh, if you like that, you can head over to patreon.com slash games where you can get every episode of the games cast ad-free. You can usually watch it as we record it live. Not happening today because of the review embargo for Watch Dogs. And I will warn you, uh, it's going to be a minefield <laughs> of reviews as we head into November. So uh, prepare for a lot more of these to be on demand. Uh, and of course, on patreon.com slash games, you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every week. And you can write in to be part of the show. However, if you have no books tossed our way, it's no big deal. You can get the games cast on podcast services around the globe each and every week. And of course, catch up on youtube.com slash games where the episodes go all the time. Housekeeping for you, uh, as I said, uh, it's it's that time of year. It's crazy around here right now. So first and foremost, uh, we had a PlayStation 5 embargo pop today. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash PS5. You go there. <laughs> Excuse oh, <Jesus>. me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, go. You go there. You can get the every piece of hands-on coverage we've done so far for the PlayStation 5. Uh, there are first impressions of Astrobots. There are two different unboxings. There's a PS I love you diving in to all sorts of information, goodies, and that. And again, like I'm saying, uh, as we continue on into next gen, as we continue on into review season. There are multiple embargoes for that. So we will continue to update that playlist on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or shorthand kind of funny.com slash PS five. Might as well toss it out there too. Wait, hold on. No, see, this is the thing. This is the thing about late October, Imran. It's always, what can you say? Yeah. You, you, you never want to shoot yourself in the foot and say something. Cause the embargoes got confused over here. Right? Yeah. I was literally yeah. just thinking like, Oh, I don't know if I can ask Greg this question about, right watchdogs that we're going to talk about soon because it might just be a question that's completely embargoed so yeah this is go ahead i'm just curious like 
going on. No, you're fine. Today. I was going to say something else that was happening on Kind of Funny today as of the posting of this thing. But I'm pretty sure that, in fact, is an embargo after this embargo. So we're not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to tell you that you should be checking youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames each and every day. Just like our Patreon producers do. They go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. And they give us money on Patreon to get their names read here. Like James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis makes uh, 248. 248- 835-3699. Jeffrey, PPPP Long, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, Sancho West Gaming, James Hastings, and Tom Bach. Today, we're brought to you by Verizon, but hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you about that right now. Hey, everybody, this episode of the Gamescast is brought to you by Verizon. If you didn't know, Verizon has 5G ultra wideband service now right here in San Francisco, where, of course, Kind of Funny is located. Uh, this uh, 5G ultra wideband uh, service is coming everywhere. It's going to be all over the place. You need to be following Verizon and keeping up with them, of course. Uh, one of the reasons I know that people in Kind of Funny are using it, of course, is that we need the Internet. Like many of you, we need it uh, to do everything. But like our whole business is run on the Internet. So the ability to jump on the 5G ultra wideband from Verizon, uh, you know, get to YouTube faster, get to our emails faster, download different things faster. Andy's always sending these images on Slacks. He's making these thumbnails. He's making these graphics. We got to approve them. So he sends them out. We say, hey, can you see this? And if you can't load it. That's a problem, right? It's a, it's an awful problem. You have to be up to speed, Greg. You have to be. You have to be. Uh, of course, the link is in the description of the YouTube video on youtube.com slash games, where you can go and get your Verizon 5G ultra wideband service. Uh, thank you, Verizon, for supporting this show. Imran, Andy, mm-hmm. we've been playing a game called Watch Dogs Legion, a game that's been gestating for quite some time. <laughs> but now it is upon us uh, in the rush of the review season. Uh, in some ways, I think mean, kind of kicking it off, right? Obviously, November, you have PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Valhalla, all that jazz. But here, the end of October, start we actually kick this off. Where I want to start with this one is around the table real quick, starting with you, Andy. All right, so clear your mind. I want to know... Mind. What did oh, you play? Watch- it takes me like five oh, minutes. Oh, sorry, to clear sorry. Well, that's a long time. We I, could don't ru- have that I could rush it for this situation, though. Okay, okay thank clear. you. Thank it's you. Clear. Okay, good. I want to know what you played Watch Dogs Legion on. I want to know how long you've played it, and I want to know if you like it. I am playing on PC. Mm-hmm. I got to say I'm around 30 hours in-ish, okay. and I like it. is that the level of liking it you have you're like "Hmm, i like it um well i don't know how deep you are i don't don't know if you were going to go round table then imran next and then we go further in or whatever but just like uh, off the bat i i think the game started off uh very generically Uh uh just kind of basic paint by numbers story really reminds me of uh this sort of mission impossible thing of like without great suffering uh before great suffering comes a great peace or whatever the hell, you know, that mm, sort of typical mm. thing. We have to fix London before it could heal. So we have to destroy it all, all that bullshit. Uh, I wasn't really enjoying it initially. And then it slowly started turning a corner for me. And I think a lot of it comes from the fact that I just haven't really had a new city open world GTA style game in a while. And yeah. And I like that shit. Like, it's been a while since I've experienced that. So it's kind of uh, scratching an itch. I didn't know needed to be scratched, Greg. I didn't know. I didn't know I needed that scratch, that itch to be scratched. But I will say, you know, it sort of takes me back to 2008 or, you know, 2007 with GTA 4. You have this big city to play with and it feels sort of next gen. But it's also feels 2008 in a way where like Mm. the AI still feels like it's 
15 years old the okay, okay. some of the some of the, the, the things that. that some of the things that happen in the wall that. just feel really really old yeah 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 you know because i definitely want to double back to that imran what are you playing on how long have you been playing and what do you like it i am playing on the xbox one x i put i think about 10 hours in which is not a ton honestly and like hearing andy say like oh that's the bad part but i'm only 10 hours in because i think i don't like that game at all yeah. like it's gone from like oh like he was and he was saying it's feels very generic and like that the generic parts honestly feel like the best parts of the game in some ways and then there's other parts that are like how did this get through how did nobody play to test this part and like we'll talk i will give clear examples of that later but (laughs) you'll see an exhibit h (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the like i really wanted to come in liking this game and i am at the best of time just bored out of my mind by it yeah so for me uh i'm playing on xbox uh hold on xbox one x as well as imran right uh for review purposes and for obviously disclosures these are all obviously these codes are all sent by ubisoft next gen wasn't available so there was no series x code and uh, i didn't get a playstation 5 nearly in time for wanting to get actual uh, numbers on the board with this uh i would say i've got to be like after we woke up today for the playstation 5 embargo i've just been playing so i've crossed a dozen hours if not more somewhere in there i mean you know mm-hmm. 10 to 14 we'd say somewhere in that you know what i mean of screwing around and doing stuff and then do i like it it's such a weird question and that's why i wanted to pose it to you guys is like no but i don't i don't hate it like i feel like the way i've been talking to people about it is like for me and to start this conversation discussion right is like i think i've said it on shows before that you know when you say oh it's a ubisoft game i immediately think of Okay, cool. Open world, a million things to collect, points to synchronize, things to take over, yada, yada, yada. And I like that. You know, I loved Odyssey. You go through uh, third person action adventure, open world, like that's my shit. And so when we had done the preview of this, Barrett and I, uh, and played like whatever it was, two hours, three hours of it. I liked how they had set it up. They jumped us ahead. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know these characters or whatever, but I'm sure when I get the game and I get into it, I'll be all going for it. To get it and get here, I keep describing it as it's like boilerplate. Like it is exactly what I just said and then no frills to it where it is this weird experience where you can be anybody in the world and they all have their own personalities, which means in reality, they all have like a quirk about them or they all, you know, they can all use one special item or whatever, but everybody's pretty much feels the same. And it is like when... I, you know, I, the one I've been using over and over again is this construction worker. And I, you know, got her for the main story mission. And then it was like, oh, well, she can summon a drone, the cargo drone that she can ride at any time. So then I just ride her. I fly above the city like I'm on a magic carpet <laughs> going wherever I want. But I, you know, she has the same hacking abilities as everybody's basic hacking abilities. So then when she gets injured and I'm not playing with permadeath, which we'll get into as a whole thing, like, you i then get the next person and they don't have the drone so i have to slightly vary how i'm going to attack this mission but i still have the spider drone or the spider bot i still have the ability to cloak myself i still have the ability to hack just about everything so it's you know in the the way we used to always give uh telltale and the walking dead shit of like oh you're making decisions but they all lead to the same point like it's the same thing here where like I'm coloring my characters a bit different than you, but we're still doing the exact same thing. And I would say arguably pretty similar. And again, I'm not as deep as you, Andy. So if I'm off mark, please let me know. Um, no, dude. I, I mean, 
I've been battling with this one for a while because I think I think one thing that the commenters on our reviews will say is like, is the game fun? Mm-hmm. And I think the game is fun. I have fun with it because I like taking on um, little enemy encampments from different ways and seeing like if if one way gets completely screwed up, can I adjust and, and recover and, and think of another way to sort of um, infiltrate? And I, I find fun in that. But sure. I do think I do think that the thing that makes this game super unique is the idea that you can, you know, recruit anybody. I do think that that is sort of also the game's biggest downfall in that it does feel kind of generic. A lot of these characters do feel the same. They do, um, you know, I I won't say that everybody looks generic. I think that a lot of the hairstyles are different, and I I, I do want to give can be crazy. You know, I, I yeah. stopped. I, I saw a woman who had this crazy light up neon outfit, and she turned out to be a hypnotist. And so I got her just for her look or whatever. But then, yeah, like she has an ability yeah. to like hypnotize people and do stuff. But it's like okay, this is similar to the clothes thing, and I just want to throw this in there. Why do the beards all look so bad? So bad. They all yeah. look like they're from Spirit, like a knockoff of Spirit Halloween that they like pasted onto their faces somehow. And, and, yeah, I mean, you got to you got to assume it's a procedural thing. Like, yeah, oh sure, it, oh yeah. It, it it is it is you know no man's sky at the beginning where some people are just going to look terrible and like some hairs aren't going to sit perfectly well. Some clothing is going to get snagged up. Like uh, this dude I have who has a a coat. It always I start the level and his coat is always like kind of. It, this game is really really buggy. There's a lot mm-hmm. of bugs in this game. I think it's super flawed in a lot of ways. Um, I. You know, I I can be it could be two things. I can be impressed by how. uh, I guess, I don't know, just the idea of having everybody uh, recruitable, I think, is a really huge feat. I think that's kind of crazy and crazy ambitious, right, to actually want to implement that. And the idea that some people like I was playing today on stream and some people were like, oh, wait, so not everybody's recruitable. I was like, no, no, no. This guy is just somebody that my A.I. Bagley said check out this person they're really really good and they have all these cool perks that would you know further help missions but homegirl over here she only has a wrench so why am i going to want to recruit her right and i think that's pretty neat but i still feel like i still feel like if i could go back to when they started this game i would have still preferred to have a creative player and still have the recruitment there and whoever i recruit sort of adds to my players abilities um, and so, uh, similar to like a phantom pain sort of thing, because uh, I love the idea of finding rare people and rare skilled recruits out there in the wild. I think that's super fun. I like the idea of adding into my team and knowing that my team's getting stronger. Am I seeing the benefits? Not really, but it feels good to have that happen. You know, I but don't like they sell them either. Like that's that's the part where that kind of breaks down for me is like at some point they become card rarity or like loot rarity. It's like. Yeah okay why are they selling in the shop like really good people that shouldn't be a thing oh sure yeah i i totally see that i totally see that um i think that the code that we got has some rare like recruits that are included Mm -hmm. with it i think we i i I, I don't know about that necessarily we have the collector's edition whatever that's just default what ubisoft sent out so if there is somebody attached to it yeah yeah, I, I think I think with that you get like three sort of uh, rare skilled um, recruits or whatever. Do you know who they are? Or are they different for everybody? Or I don't know if they're different for everybody. Uh, one of mine is Harriet 
something. She's got red <laughs> Sounds hair. like you're making it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's uh, Harriet <laughs> Rosenberg. Harriet something. Tires. <laughs> she has a she has like propagating hacks. So like if she hacks one thing, anything else hackable around it will sort of like spread like a virus, which is pretty neat. Uh this other dude I have, his name is spelled J-O-E-R-Y. Or no R-I. So it's like Joery or Jory. I don't know okay. how to pronounce it, but he looks like Tim Gettys. Uh <laughs> he's got this like slick back, like shaved on the side, slick back hair. He has like kind of face makeup, cool ass gold coat. He actually has real weapons, not just weapons that are going to kind of uh, hurt your player. I feel like we're not even really talking about the game. <laughs> I feel like oh, it's, such hard, it's such this a hard game to talk about. I want Imran to take the floor. Like that that aspect of it, like the recruiting and the different characters and like the fact that they all had different cutscenes and all the cutscenes managed to fit together well and they all like, uh, all the voice acting is separate and different. And I've not had like characters that repeat or sound the same or anything like that yet. And that's amazing. And I'd love to dive deep into this with the, the developers and be like, okay, can you show me like the, the gigabytes of Excel sheets that lead to this sort of thing? Because that yeah. sounds interesting. And it's an idea that works. And they 100% pull it off because this could be something that easily fails and it's just a, like a too ambitious for its own good. But it, no, it, it does work out. It's just that's the most interesting part of the game. And once you get past that, there's not enough foundation there to hold it up. I think, you know, what I was talking about when I was talking to Jen about it, and it was that I think of like, are you enjoying it? I'm like, at times, right? Where I think I'm I'm like you, Andy, and it's what I've spoke to in my preview with Barrett. And even when I think back to Watch Dogs 2, which is a game I loved, it was the idea that, you and for know. For the record, I did not play any part two. Did you play I, part one? Uh, yeah, like 10 hours-ish. It was, I just farted around in the city, didn't really care much for it. Yeah. Imran, what's your Watch Dogs history? I beat part one. I liked it beside uh, Aiden, like the main character. Yeah, yeah. I like. I really love the main character of Watch Dogs too. And I like you know faffing about in San Francisco, but uh, over. I don't think I finished that game because I. It probably had the same issues that I have with this game is that I find the minute to minute thing in the minute to minute gameplay a little boring. And that I think is exactly where I was going with my conversation about it. Right where. Again, boilerplate. There is so much in this world. And that that is, you know, you're walking around and seeing on your map, like your mini map of, hey, there's a letter to find here. Hey, there are these tablets you have to go up to. And if you, you know, interact with them and hack them or whatever, you get money. So obviously you want that. There are tech points as you go by that are hidden in layers, but then just hidden around the world too. And you'll see them pop, populate your thing, which you then take the tech points and apply them to upgrading your weapons or unlocking new abilities or uh, doing new hacks. And again, as Greg Miller and who a man who loves these checklist kind of games, it's like, yes, yes, yes. But I found myself when I was playing it. And like, I think that's the thing is I didn't, the story wise, right. The, you know, you start with these like four main storyline threads, objectives, bad guys that you, you know, that you're setting off to do. Very reminiscent of like far cry five uh, yeah. with, sort of like these main four bosses they're going to have their own sort of story threads and you can choose to follow you know the take down whoever you want you know exactly i took down one of them i've have one where i think i have like two or three missions left and then i take that person down and then i didn't even start the other oh i might have started them but i you know because i've been i for the when i got it i was playing it like i play these games which was like oh tech points yep so all my shit's super decked out you know i have like you know the cloak super leveled up and all this other jazz you can do but eventually it got to this point where i was like 
why am I doing this? Like, I don't feel like I've, once I got in the groove of, all right, cool. I have spider bot. I have a gun. I like, I have uh, the cloak ability. And then I'm using either, you know, my uh, Albion agent that I recruited who can cloak himself and also walk into places, you know, and be disguised that way just by the fact that he's in the same kind of outfit or my construction worker. I was already talking about it suddenly was like, wait, why am I doing all this stuff? I'm just collecting stuff to collect stuff now. And I'm not invested in the story. I'm not invested in the world. I don't feel like I felt like this is a game where I feel like the majority of my time was in the menus, in the maps and not in a good way, not min maxing, not doing anything like that. It was like starting. All right, cool. I got to the thing. I have that moment that I enjoy of. All right, cool. Go into the camera, you know, hack the camera, hack around, tag everybody in the building like you're talking about andy all right i need to get to the basement to get to the city os to hack that thing to open up the the doors to get into the blah 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 and it's that like i love that part of it of figuring it out and sending a spider bot in there and it gets discovered but i'm still outside and i'm cool then trying to infiltrate or do whatever and get out but then it was like you're out i look at the map i do something i change that thing all right cool it tells me the next mission i look at the map i don't find traversal fun in this game and that's mm-hmm. i again flying on a drone like a magic carpet I, it wasn't fun. It was just a quicker yeah. way to get around than the cars and, you know, not have to worry about obstacles. I, I, when, I travel everywhere. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. So I start fast <laughs> traveling everywhere. So again, you know, playing on current gen right now, and I don't know how it is on PC, Andy, on current gen, like, there's loads here. So it is, you know, the pop open your Twitter, but it, I'm getting in there. I load up. I go to the subway station. I come out of the subway station, talk to whoever it is. All right, cool open the uh, they give me the new objective i open the map to look for the objective is it's across the fucking city all right fast travel over there get out do it and there's just this ping pong thing where it's like i think they went for making london as large as they could be but i don't enjoy traveling through it and i I don't they're not that isn't fun and that's the weird thing about this where i don't think the traversal is fun i don't find the combat fun back to andy's point from earlier it feels like an old game like it feels very stiff and, and clunky when you want to do battle in a way that for something they have bare knuckle boxing rings in there and stuff. And when I haven't done one, and when they announced them and I was like, why would I want to do that? Like, I don't enjoy fisticuffs at all in this game. Like there's these weird mixes where again, it's fine. It's not a bad game. I do think it should be applauded for, Hey, yeah. Interact with anybody. You can do all this cool stuff. People have perks, you know, we've rolled them on them and they're doing it in, you know, real time or whatever. This isn't all pre canned, but in the end, it's this game where it's just like, I don't, I, I don't want to play it. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a collection of systems in search of gameplay. And like at no point did I feel anything I was doing was exciting. Or like if you take, let's say, Far Cry or Assassin's Creed, I'm doing things at some point that feel like they have actual stakes, that I'm ha- enjoying the actual act of fighting an enemy or, you know, taking down a base or whatever. The most fun I had in Watch Dogs Legion was hacking a drone that was carrying like an Amazon, like it was like an Amazon drone kind of thing. It was carrying a package, then dropping that package on someone's head and they get knocked out. I was like, ha, cool. And then that was it. Like <laughs> most, even most of the missions, they feel like they're, what I want from that game is a Breath of the Wild style thing of figure your way out through it. Whatever method you choose is probably going to have some result. And there was an early, early mission where they wanted me, I was clearing the construction workers uh, deck. And I, they wanted me to go into a, a room and get near a proximity to a to a terminal and hack it from Download. there. Yeah. yeah, I tried with a spider bot like fifteen times, and it just didn't like. Ev- everyone had just 
x-ray vision for the spider bot and it was getting so frustrated <laughs> then i then i walked around the building a little bit looking for other entrances and there's just a drone and nobody sees the drone for some reason like the drone was literally flying in the building above everyone's head and it managed to do it in like one try and it's stuff like that of oh this is just the way you wanted me to do it there was an actual intentional way you wanted me to handle this mission and it feels like all the missions have that and it gets really boring when I want to experiment, and it feels like they're actively pushing against it. Really? I, I completely disagree, because I feel like I've had so much freedom to attack missions in so many different ways, mm -hmm. and I feel like what you experienced was honestly probably just a bug, Imran. Like, the people... Uh, this These are the dumbest NPCs I've ever experienced <laughs> in a long time, where they... Um, there was a mission where I... Walked in with the main girl Harriet, like I just told you, my main girl Harriet. Which again, I would love to just. Yeah, what's be that? What's mean. that Harriet look like? I, uh, uh, she's got red hair. She's got red hair. <laughs> sure. Okay. How? How about yeah, how tall? <laughs> oh, she also, by the way, she had like these ca holographic cat ears, which I got rid of fast. I was like, yeah, that's shit out of here. <laughs> that's anyway, your style. Got um, it. I I broke in with her, and I'm hacking a terminal. And when you hack the terminal, it alerts these guards. And this is kind of like later on to the game. And this is like a big deal. We are like, we're not hacking. We are um, uploading a virus to like this crazy corporation. And it's it's huge. Like this is like, oh my God, this is a terrible thing I'm doing for them. Like they, they're going to be pissed. And all their armies swarm on me. And I see all the red blips on the radar. And I start trying to take out as much as possible. But you have to stay close to it so that the upload can continue. And I'm taking out, and eventually uh, I take out a lot of guards. But eventually I get killed. And I'm like, fuck, man, that sucks. So my character is incapacitated. They go to the hospital and I'm able to continue the mission as another coworker, uh, another. Uh... <laughs> I'm your dead set coworker. <laughs> well, I, I say coworker because it is a it is an Albion former cop. Okay that i uh that i recruited so he's a former cop he got fired for whatever reasons i think he was like a dead sex sympathizer then he gets hired but he has the ability to sneak around in albion big corporation sort of warehouses albion's the you know the big baddie in this game yeah um and i can walk around these warehouses and if people start to notice me i can hit i can distract them they'll look at their phone i can walk by them so that part of the gameplay becomes really really fun so i go back to this terminal I'm like, all right, I got to continue this upload to this crazy virus. Let's get ready for the fucking troops to come in. Let's get ready for everybody to come and try to kill me. I start the upload. Nothing happens. The upload completes. They're like, all right, great job. Get out of there now. It's like, I just like did. I committed this crazy thing and like I'm taking down this giant organization. And the first girl, I you know, Harriet got her shit kicked in. And now I'm continuing it, and nobody came to the defense to uh, of this like alarm thing because as soon as oh, you started, soon the alarm go off. Yeah, as soon as you started, like it's red alert. It is like red alert time. So I was doing sure, this sneakily. Are you sure that's not a glitch? That's what I'm saying, Imran. Is like okay. I think this game is just inherently buggy. I think oh. it. I think it is extremely buggy to where things that should happen sometimes in construction sites, normal coworkers just like start fighting Albion guards. Mm -hmm. for no reason uh uh npcs are constantly doing like the weirdest stuff that has no rhyme or reason i, it, I think the game's just really buggy and i think the npcs are really stupid
for the record, we I did get an email today from Ubisoft that when we're recording on the 27th, the review should pop if nothing goes wrong on the embargo. Or the 28th, they're saying that obviously they're aware that people are running into technical issues. They're pushing a hotfix, yeah, hotfix live on the 30th and stuff like that. There's also plans for other patches. Not that I'm saying ignore all this. I had the exact same things where I've had frame rate dips i've had a chug i've had multiple crashes where it just freezes on the main menu goes i've had it where i go to talk to somebody and the entire screen goes black and i can hear all the dialogue but i don't see anything again they're saying there are patches coming i'm not sure if they would address that our word you know i'm telling you the information of what we experienced in our review period i'll go ahead and say that that patch is most likely for your issues for the issues that are like (laughs) ending gameplay and causing issues with continuing to play the game i don't think it's going to be i think the issues i'm talking about will be addressed later hopefully sure. uh, with just more patching and stuff like that but your issues i i only had one crash and that was because i put ray tracing on ultra and i think the game just freaked out and just shut down on me i had a thing last night where i was so frustrated i was about to throw my controller at my tv uh, i was wondering i saw your tweet about this you almost broke a control uh, tv with a controller i wasn't sure if it was so, a watchdogs related so there's a mission fairly early on uh, like i've played a lot since then but that you have to get a spider bot out of a police uh like evidence room and you do that by controlling the spider bot oh, yeah. oh, basically yeah. you basically do it a, a bad platforming level to get yeah. your way out of there so at some point the spider bot just stops working and like you have to go physically retrieve it. I, when this happened, I tr- kind of tried to walk my way in there. Then the alarms went off. It's like, okay, cool. Alarms are off. I'm just going to circle around the block and come back once like the police aren't looking for it anymore. That restarts the entire mission. So I have to do the spider bot mission again. Then I tried just going in loud the second time, get arrested. Fine. Like, that, <laughs> like what, whatever. I blame me. <laughs> then. Like, instead of it still being continued, like, the spider bot's back in the evidence room. You gotta do yeah. the entire mission again. And, like, it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't repeating dialogue and, like, the game kind of smarms about it, like, oh, this it's broken, it doesn't jump, but still, we'll try and get through it. And then I try, like, go through the back this time and try to get it. Game freezes. Restart. And yeah. the mission has to be redone again from the beginning. And I was just like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm absolutely done. I do not want to do the same platforming thing another time. Like, are you playing with permadeath or you did you turn that off as well because at the very I beginning yeah when you uh, when you start you can do turn permadeath but I, I turned it off as well where i was like that definitely doesn't sound like fun and yeah. back to this thing where and i this is a very specific i think greg criticism probably right of like i think the reasons i didn't one of the reasons i didn't de- like watchdogs was i didn't like aiden pierce like i thought yeah. is he's taking this way too seriously like what are you doing blah blah, blah. and then the reason i loved watchdogs too is that marcus was awesome and i thought his dead sec was so colorful and fun and they ran the gamut and they were crazy and they worked here you know my uh, coming in uh, and actually i guess i should bring it up i put up on twitter you know does anybody have questions for whenever we can review watchdogs because i don't think i was supposed to say the embargo which i didn't uh be nasty tweeted is the narrative worsened by the lack of a central protagonist i believe it is and that's one of the reasons i think i've had such a hard time connecting with this is that I totally agree when i got the game and started playing i was immediately like you know you pick your first operative okay they're just picked by dead sect okay start going and i again back to what we're talking about with beards and shit and hair in general i think everybody in the game's ugly there's like one yes. guy who finally showed up where i'm like you don't look horrible but everybody else looks horrible and so i was originally grinding money to get outfits because my idea was i wanted like a 
dead sake look i wanted like a gang i wanted like this you know we had a uniform i i was thinking this is for all you wwf attitude era fans i was thinking like <laughs> a right to censor look right where i want to bring t- <laughs> shirts and ties and being a bunch of goons and so even when i started putting these outfits on people i just wasn't feeling it i didn't connect with anybody and so i finally find the construction worker and i go this is one of the problems i have in, in what you're talking about imran is that i think they were so hung up on recruit this team permadeath's real people love that in XCOM, yada 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 that they lost the part of being in a video game and being deep into a mission or a chain and having done some really not fucked up shit but like exciting and thrilling and oh my god i almost got caught by the guard but like andy you're talking about i distracted them on their cell phone at the right time or i you know used my cloaking ability and got past them like when I I had been playing as a construction worker forever, I had gotten down into this one section. I think you, I don't, I, I guess I don't know who you beat, Andy, but I saw you tweet about stuff. I got into this one section where I'm dealing with this AI, right? You've got to go through these two different puzzles to shut down the main AI to then open up the thing that you got to go do. I, you know, had worked my way down there. I had gotten past everybody. I'd use the spider bot. I'd use the cameras. Get all the way down there. And there's two guards there, stealthily take them out. And I'm like, I don't usually do combat. And like, that was the whole thing I joke around about my tired Greg Miller story of Watch Dogs 2 of like, never used a gun, never did any mm. of that. Never, you know, like, I'm sure I did at some point, but like, really never, that was never Marcus's MO. Same thing I was playing the way here, get it all done, do the thing, f- finish the puzzles, which I enjoy, which are kind of like, kind of like the hacking stuff from like Bioshock of like, you know, moving colors around, making lines blue and sending electricity to different things. Finally get it all done, hit the objective, and then, you know, it's like, security alert, security alert, and they send people down there. And as somebody who doesn't do combat, or up until this point hadn't done combat, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, and got blown away. Just got destroyed. And it was that thing where, like, then the character was out for whatever, it was 15 minutes, and then I know I've died multiple times since then, and now it's like an hour when she goes down or whatever, and maybe it's based on mission, I'm not sure. But still, I was like, Number one, that sucks. I don't have my operative I like. Number two, it would suck of like, what if that was permadeath? Like, all of a sudden, I'm in this situation that I wouldn't want to be in. But then number three, because again, you could be like, well, just replay it and you're going to do it. Replay it. But again, it starts me from the outside. And then I had to sneak all the way back in there. And it's pick and choosy where some of the traps I had set and doors I'd opened were still open and were still set. But when I got down there, I still needed to do the final puzzle part again to then open the thing. And then what did I do? I was like, all right. I ran and hid up some stairs. When the people came up there, I, you know, clunkily shot them over the thing. And then I finally went, like, they didn't hear that gunshot, went down there, kind of stealthed. But it was like, it wasn't empowering the way I did it. It was very much like, all right, let's try to bend what I'm doing to make it work in the game thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want this game to feel like a an army of resistance against like oppressors, but it's instead feels like I don't know, like everyone is weak. You, the oppressors, everybody, and none of it actually matters. And like none of the situations they're putting me in are exciting. Like the thing you were talking about of, oh, it's like it's going down now that I've done the mission objective, and th- like enemies are coming. That fills me more with dread than it does with like. Oh, cool! I'm gonna be able to fight my way out, or totally. I'm gonna be able to sneak my way out. It's just like, oh god, I gotta deal with this now. The amount yeah. of times I, I would sneak all the way in with the spider bot. I'm oh, sorry, Andy. Let me and get all the way down there, and then it'd be like, oh, well, it's a physical touch thing. Like you, it, somebody yeah. had. I'm like, god damn it! All right, fine. So it's like reverse engineer it. Open the door closest to the street, and then sneak my way in get all the way through once i once i was like oh well i'm gonna be forced to fight i again broke my own logic like i that i enjoyed in watchdogs too and started shooting more and it's again then it's like 
cool. Now I'm just killing people when it, the shit hits the fan. I need to get deep. And the gunplay isn't fun. Like the yeah. gun, it, it doesn't, this isn't like, oh man, it's fun to be using my guns in this game. It's like, whatever. Andy, I'm sorry. Back to you. Um, uh, Yeah, I will say that the, uh, I do think the game, you know, really does get hurt by not having a whole lot of personality because these, ah. these NPCs that you're sort of recruiting or whatever, you know, some of them are kind of, a lot of them are just repeating the same scripts. I think I started over twice because I, I wanted a, a, a different dude. And I ended up uh, recruiting this guy named uh, Robert Brown. He's got like these cool dreads. He's just a cool looking dude. Cool dude. Um, Real nice. But, uh, but about the same dialogue, because the first guy I, I had gotten was just like some generic white dude or whatever. Um, but the dialogue does sort of stay the same. And what was interesting is I think one of the early missions you have to talk to some random NPC. And I think the, MP I'm pretty sure the NPC changed. Mm. Uh, Cause the first time I think he was a different dude. And the second time I went to go talk to him, he was a different dude, same line of dialogue, same mission uh, beginning sort of thing, which I think I thought was kind of interesting, but um, yeah, man, it, I think the story and everything d is kind of hurt by the idea that you don't have a main protagonist with sort of, I, I think since that stuff can't be, sculpted in a personal way like the idea that it's you know uh just kind of a bunch of different random uh actors voicing a bunch of different random lines i do think that that hurts it because and the the experience isn't super catered i think mm -hmm. bagley the ai is entertaining i think he's a, as cliche so grating oh really really <laughs> yeah. like i mean i think i think it was just like if he was a character if he was a person like a character playing a person then i would be like okay yeah i i i can totally believe that somebody is you know that like steven merchant kind of affable yeah. and but like but the fact that he's an ai that is just constantly sassing is like so saturday morning cartoon to me if you mean, didn't know too bagley's like the voice in your he's in your ear he's the yeah. guy in the chair but he's an ai it's it's obviously super cliche to have a sarcastic sassy ai like every fucking game does that but um as as I I never found him grading, and it, even as I keep on going, there are still really funny lines that he's delivering that I think like, oh, that's actually that's clever. That's a really funny line right there. Um, I I think that he's probably the most entertaining part of the game because everything else is just sort of, and you know, create a player. I am a person who's speaking these lines that. I don't know. It just doesn't feel personal. It doesn't feel like yeah. like Mass Effect sort of campaign where. It, I'd rather have these set sort of NPCs because although I do appreciate the idea that you could recruit anybody, that does take away a lot of the personality um, from sort of having these catered experiences where you talk to this one NPC who um, maybe their their father died and you need to go find like, I, I don't know, just the stuff like that is what's really missing from this game. And I think that they are sacrificing that in order to have this really cool Recruit anybody on the streets. And I think that's impressive, but I do think it hinders the experience. Yeah, what I like, find... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just like, I, if those people came with you on their missions and like talked to you and worked with you on those things, that would go a long way to endearing them. But now I've like, when I collect someone, I collect them like, like they're a collectible. Like yeah. they're, they're not people, they're not characters. They're not like RPG party members. They're, you know, they're just a skin suit for me to wear for the next thing I do. And every totally. once in a while, they will talk to you like on a mission 
and I'll forget they're even on my team because I forgot. One hundred percent. I was I, I recruited at ten hours in. People are talking like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like I don't even remember yeah. getting you. Like because you are doing stuff through story or like when you complete certain uh, quest chains, you get like whatever secret operative or you know secret agent dude or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. So most people that you recruit, most of them have a sort of mission tied to them. And when I discovered that, I was like, "I'm trying to barrel through this story." Let me just, I'm not going to recruit them. I'll leave them kind of on the bench. So you try to recruit these people. And then essentially when you go to your team screen, you see all of your team that you have. And then you see the people that are pending recruitment or whatever. And those people pending recruitment have missions tied to them that you could go do and then win their loyalty. And they'll go, you know what I do? I am, I, I agree with DevSec. I'll go with you. I'll join the team or whatever. So I had about five people kind of waiting in that mode of pending recruitment. and then. I think three or four of them just joined like after several hours of completing other missions because they. I, just... I've watched what you're doing. I like your style. I'll come yeah. Back. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Like I was like, oh, I didn't have that's I mean, that's great because I really wanted her. I really wanted her ability to get drones whenever, wherever she could. But it's still bizarre that she did just kind of join the team without me completing her loyalty mission. I guess I, I don't know if that was intended or she got bored. I'm, I'm glad you're on the team. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I kept her waiting around. She finally gave. It was one of those things where, like, like she didn't want to accept the salary or whatever. But eventually, she was like, "All right, fuck it, I'll take it." I need like, a nobody job. Else, nobody else is offering right now. I will it's say the that art the, of the deal, Andy. You got to wait for them, and like <laughs> they'll respond. I will say that this story, like, it fucking goes places, man. It gets really interesting and weird and bizarre as you go on. I'm not trying to do the hey, watch the first seven seasons and it gets really, really good. I'm not trying to do that, but I was kind of pleasantly surprised at some things that the story does where I don't think it's like, it's it's stuff that I wasn't expecting the story to do because it felt so generic at the beginning. Totally. And mm -hmm. you do hit a spot later on where it is like, I, I don't know, I don't want to spoil anything, but you do mm -hmm. hit a spot where you, you have a choice to, kill a thing or let the thing do something really really bad and it's like what would i what would have happened if i would have let the the other thing happened instead of sure killing the you thing. have a choice there yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and it was, it was but that's I my was, thing is like i did exactly what you're talking about i know exactly what quest line you're talking about i know exactly what you're off uh, doing and that is when i was in the moment with that when you go into the basement you know what I mean? You come out, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Like the house, like that. Yeah, that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like there's tons of. There, and I shouldn't say there's tons. That was when I all said and done, done for my you know double digit hours with Watch Dogs Legion. It was like, man, why can't the game be more like that? Why can't it be more dialed in and make me do that kind of stuff? Where yeah. if I maybe wasn't recruiting all these people and having to worry all about all this stuff, and it was a specific, because like. Again, back to my point of this thing of like it throwing you off the good stuff, right? There was a mission where I needed to recruit the Albion agent. Uh, and so I needed to go off and do whatever to get him on my team. I went over there and I failed. And that my rather than, of course, go to the checkpoint to do the mission like you would in Watch Dogs 2, that person's done in the hospital or whatever, gone. So then I have to start from square one, which is go talk to an Albion agent, and recruit that person. It's a different Albion agent. It's not the same quest, but it's the same it's the same Albion agent at the same post. Does that make sense? Like it's a different character, but they're standing in the same spot. They give me the same quest. I went off and I screwed that one up, came back, did it and finally got it. But it's like, and it's re-rolling what the quest is going to be, what they need me to do. But it's also like, this is such a tremendous waste of time. Like 
I understand what you're doing, but I want to get to the cool story shit you and I are talking about in vague terms, Andy, right? Of like, yeah, it, no, it reminds me of that. The, it reminds you of the cooler parts of the division where yeah. the division can be kind of generic in the same way, but does, it, you know, every once in a while, wow you with really cool set pieces and awesome level moments. And I think that's where the game is at its best. And you do get a couple more instances of that later on. And that's uh, my thing of like, you know, for not wanting to write it off. Cause again, like I, you know, it's the same thing I kept talking about when people, when Jen or Lucy would ask me about it, well, I'm like, it's fine. It's boilerplate. Like, my my thought, what I kept saying was, and I, I was saying this before I got a PlayStation Five and all that stuff. So I'm, this is not based on any reality. I, what I kept saying is, yeah, it's fine, and I'm gonna play it. But as soon as Miles Morales, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk, before it got delayed, anything like that walks through the door, I'm gonna toss this aside because mm-hmm. I don't. I it may, it maybe those games will have their own flaws and problems, but it's like in this day and age, I just don't want a fine open world game that it wants me to spend. 40 hours, 50 hours, whatever, going through and doing all this stuff. Like, especially when you consider the context of, like, how this game exists. That they de- and delayed it because they wanted to retune it and make it, like, more interesting because they didn't have the hook, I, like, when they originally planned release in March. So now, six months later, it doesn't feel like it still has a hook. I don't... Like, obviously, they can't get that much fundamentally done in six months, but I don't think this game... This feels like a generic Ubisoft game when it feels like it should be much more. Yeah. I I think the idea was to have it be much more. I just don't I think time and execution were just lacking. Um and that and that sucks because I I I could see where the foundation of this game, there can be something really special there. Mm-hmm. And there it's this idea we've never seen before. And it's just it's a bummer that it wasn't. I don't think it was fully executed great. Now, that being said, again, I'll say it again. I think the game's fun. I'm having fun with it. I, I've been enjoying um, going on, you know, crazy car chases and, uh, you know, fucking up traffic and using drones to infiltrate shit and kind of causing havoc. And it's sort of that GTA experience that I, I've missed because we, we haven't really had an open world city GTA style game in a long time. And I... I've been I've been enjoying it. I think it's fun, but I do absolutely know that it has a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff missing from this game. Uh, well, yeah. I think I think the recruitment level you were talking about, Craig, I had that same sort of um, mission early on, and you have to save this guy. You want to recruit this cop, and the cop is like, "Cool, here's my recruitment. Here's what I'll do in order to join DedSec." You need to go save my brother, I think, or you need to go like he's been kidnapped. He's been blah, blah, blah. Go save him. So I went to go save him and um, cleared out this whole thing. It took me so long because this was early on before I really fully knew what my capabilities were. Sure. I'm like activating the right traps. I'm doing all this shit. And after several, several attempts, I finally get to the brother. And I jump over like this ledge. I jump on a trash can and I jump down. The brother follows me and gets stuck on top of the trash can. (laughs) And he's just like on top of this like garbage bin running around. I was like, oh, no, dude. And I I tried like jumping on with him and like knocking him off. And he he was just stuck there. And then so I ran away and it ended the mission because it was like you left without the MP. Yeah, you got too far away or whatever. And now the cop fucking hates me. (laughs) <laughs> and so <laughs> I gave that one up and I was like, well, fuck it. You know, it was just it what a gigantic waste of time. And I think this game is filled with a lot of moments like that because yeah, because polish, because yeah. that guy's, you know, pathfinding in the game told him 
that NPC was told not to jump off the trash can for whatever reason, you know? I had a really if, good okay. glitch that I liked was whenever an enemy, like, what, you know how they go from, like, the, they see you to, the, like, the red, then the aggressive chasing you thing? Yeah. For whatever reason, this, when they hit the aggressive state, they just popped out of existence. So it was like I had a My Hero Academia quirk that whenever an enemy was chasing <laughs> me, they just disappeared. <laughs> like, this lasted for a good, like, five minutes. I'm like, this is the best. I, this game is great now. Dude, Mine was for I mean, a whole mission. I loaded in out of the elevator, and I was the military Albion dude, right? And so, like, when he goes to attack, like, he, he whips out his baton, like, you know, like that. And so he got stuck in a loop for the entire level that when, when he would just go, and then retract it, and then, and then retract it. And, and, like, I got in the spider bot, and I was running around, and you know how you can, like, see your outline through the walls? He's just over there. Because <laughs> I'm running around. Dude, I mean, this. this game is filled with moments like that. And again, you know, it is taking me back to 08, where I had so much fun running around New York City in GTA 4. But it's also takes me back to 08, where yeah, the NPCs still act the fucking same. Like they 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 are still that dumb to the point where there's a cop standing there, and he just arrested uh, a woman, and the woman's sitting down, and she has her hands behind her back. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna free this woman. So I disrupt the cop and the cop starts getting shocked because I fuck up his like comms or whatever. He starts getting shocked. I go to free her. The cop immediately gets unshocked because that happens a lot. Sometimes they're in full shock mode and you can rescue the person and they'll go to their full shock animation. Sometimes they magically just get exit out of that mode, out of that state, which really, really sucks. So he exits out. He punches me. Woman sees the cop punch me. Woman starts attacking me that I just fucking freed. <laughs> and so I'm being chased by like, and then like other cops start seeing this. So I'm getting chased by several cops and an angry woman who I just try to <laughs> like, this game has tons of those moments, dude. Like I would always try to start fights in old GTA games where somebody's running after me and I would try to get another NPC to get punched. Yeah. I would always do that in old GTA games. And I feel like that happens kind of accidentally because sometimes like people just kind of like, the NPCs will just all get a war. Um, they'll all be made aware that we have to attack this person. And as that's happening, I'll hack a car and the car will go backwards. And then they look at the car and they're just like, oh shit, that there's that car that just got hacked. And then they just forget about me. Like <laughs> that happens all the fucking time in this game. It's really, really bad. <laughs> well, it's like, it's a lot like Far Cry 2, which is another Clint Hawking game where that game was primarily driven by its systems. And the actual like, single player campaign was not that design there wasn't that much to it but it was like a game about how you'll you have to inject yourself with malaria medication every so often how you can set fires and that can cause big damn like big ecological damage and stuff like that and that's kind of what watchdogs leaders reminds me of and obviously it's the same person so it makes sense but yeah. like I, I was just kept hoping for that other shoe to drop and from what i understand like if i still play this game andy it's because of what you're telling me of like oh it does get better but for the time I played, that other shoe wasn't dropping. It was just mounting frustrations or just mounting boredom. And it got to the point for me where I kept just, I would pause the game and I would get up to go say, like, go use the bathroom or something. And I just wouldn't come back to the game. I would wander away and do something else. Cause, like, I just, I wanted mental simulation from something and I wasn't getting it from Watch Dogs. Yeah, I, I totally don't even blame you for that. Um, I, I, I can totally see that. I do think, again, um, I do think the story does get more interesting and there are some pretty neat twists and turns towards the end. And I'm, I feel like I'm super close to finishing it. Um, Cause I have kind of been barreling through that. I haven't been doing many side missions. Um, although I did have one of those things happen today. I think 
I, I streamed the game today, and I think what happened was I did a side mission that was given to me before I finished a mission afterwards, a main mission. So the main mission happened, and some big consequential shit happened. And then I think I did a side mission before that where this other person was still very present in the game. And I was like, huh, you shouldn't be here, but you're talking <laughs> to me. You know, I think that's what I'm pretty sure that's what happened today. But I was kind of like telling uh, the Twitch chat like, hey, sorry, this is kind of spoilery right here because this guy is like a main person in the game and he's talking to me. And you probably shouldn't be listening to this because I'm only trying to do non-story constant uh hey everybody stop paying attention right now for two seconds i need to get through this (laughs) yeah yeah it was very it was very bizarre but um i mean i i think i again i do think the game is fun i streamed a bit of it today and i think with cyberpunk getting delayed another 21 days it's like hey if you got the spare money to buy an open world game that i think you can you know sort of uh bring back those feelings of old gta that we haven't had in a while because uh, you know it's it's kind of rare to just have this these open world city games i'm yeah. having What's fun with it but I, I don't think it's enough it's the same thing i i said in the preview of like i remember when i finally climbed behind the wheel of a car and took off it was that thing of like man when's the last time i i, I carjacked somebody in a video game because for a while that's all we all did right but then yeah. it, it seems like in recent years it's moved to stealing a horse or calling your horse or having you know these different modes of transportation that aren't that so it is that callback to it, but in that I, I'm right there. I think a great way of describing it is antiquated. Like I feel like the combat is antiquated. I feel like I, I I'm interested to hear yours, Andy, take on this. For Xbox uh, One X uh, graphic wise, I think it looks antiquated. Again, I think characters are ugly just by like their designs, but the world itself isn't pretty, and like the mm-hmm. animations aren't pretty. And like the one I went back to that we done in the preview, and I think I talked about it, it might have even shown, but even seeing it here in the final version is like oof, is like you finish a mission on top of this building, and then you can do the leap of faith from Assassin's Creed off into the like the water. And I was like, Oh, I remember this not looking good. Let me see it on my own TV because before it was through Parsec and yada yada yada. You know, the nice TV, the Xbox uh one X, I jump off the there's the cry, hits the water, there's no, no splash, splash. No, no splash, splash animation. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like Man, I get that it's an open world. I get that open world, and not only is it an open world game, it's an open world game where you're simulating every character and rolling, you know, doing these quick rolls to make these different characters. It's just like I would have tried to talk you out of that. Like, make a smaller city, do something. Don't do it like this. Like, pull it back if that's what we're looking at. I am so happy you brought that up because I would have totally forgotten that. Where this is supposed to be an Easter egg nod to Assassin's Creed. It's supposed to be this moment that Ubisoft players would be like, oh, this is cool. Just like Assassin, you could do the fucking thing. And then like, <laughs> you just landed in the water. There was no splash. I was like, what, like, why did we f- choose to focus on this and not fully, not so, fully develop this part? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're seeing too in graphics wise? Cause I, I did last night when I was like, oh, right. Like there's different embargoes for streaming and review. So I was like, people are streaming it and I done it. And, or I looked on Twitter and people were like, I'm running it on my RTX and it's gorgeous. And I was like, oh shit, really? Fuck. Is this a console I, PC I, thing? I, I think the game's really pretty. I think the characters don't look great. I think a lot of that is due to the fact that they are, a lot of them are precisely generated, mm-hmm. but the, the, the main sort of antagonists have, I think cutscenes that are animated pretty nice, right? It doesn't feel like next gen cyberpunk style, uh, nowhere near Naughty Dog level. But the characters that are created for this game 
the actual antagonists that have designs and personalities to them, I think are obviously a lot nicer than the ones that are just procedurally generated by the by the computer in this game. Um, I I've been running it at 1440p on ultra graphics. Um, and I've I've put turn on ray tracing every once in a while. <laughs> you have to do the Nick <laughs> put your now. monocle in and go. And do the Nick RTX. Yeah, dude. I mean, there are moments where the game's like legitimately gorgeous, and I think okay. a lot of it is is environment lighting. Uh, when I do turn ray tracing on, uh, especially when it's raining, like it is, it's pretty fucking stunning in some in some spots. So I will say that it is probably just an optimization thing with with pc and maybe consoles need to get a better patch uh maybe down the line but also yeah, see what ps5 xbox series x look like when those exactly. codes are available yeah running at a 1440p like it looks insanely sharp and um i think obviously it bit but again this is a fucking thirty three hundred dollar machine that i'm running it on <laughs> like this isn't <laughs> this isn't everyday circumstances not everybody's yeah. gonna have this so i i will say the game is really really gorgeous if you have the means to make it look gorgeous i will like speaking of antiquated one of the things i can't stand about this game it may just like we're playing as a normal human so i should get over it but like when you get to an area for the mission and you're just wandering around the building looking for the entrance and like that i get it you're a person, you're not a superhero, you're not any, like, you're not going to climb on top of the roof and, like, look for the, like, but it's just so annoying of, okay, sh more of these doors should be open, or there should be, like, ladders around there or something to make this a little bit easier, because it's just, that feels like it's straight up, hey, GTA 3 just came out, open world, a big thing, kind of design, and I couldn't yeah. stand it when that happened. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think that that is shown pretty blatantly Imran when you are walking around the city and an NPC walks out of a building and the door shuts right behind him because yes. that's not a building you can walk into they're just trying to show that the city is alive yeah. <laughs> and I think it's like one of those like total smoke and mirrors thing where you know in GTA 5 you can walk into some stores you can walk into convenience stores you can walk into some shops to you know but in this game, when you're shopping, I mean, it's one of those things when you think about budgets and the things that they say, well, we're allocating so much time to the proceduralness of all this place and getting all these AI. We can't really allocate a whole lot of time to you walking into a shop. And how are all these different shops going to look like inside? We're going to need time. Now, fuck that. Let's just stand outside the shop. And that's how you shop. Yeah, like there's a tablet outside where you can just like you're dressing in the street kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. but but again, the the, the thing of and everybody will notice this once you play it is there are all you will always see npcs walking out of it you'll see a door open npc walks out door closes <laughs> and sometimes npcs will get caught on the door and they're just walking into the door while the door is open and it's just a black beyond uh and there's yeah. a black void beyond the door and you could kind yeah. of walk there and nothing happens because there's collision but uh yeah that's where they that's where the game really starts to show like man this in a lot of ways feels like such an old game dude. and that's the thing where i feel like I, I i understand if you're watching this and it's before release and you've been excited you you could say we're nitpicking i think it's how this whole world and story wraps around you though that pulls you out of it and doesn't let you get lost in it when you're recruiting these people and to this antiquated thing like 
For me, there's the cardinal sin of a game that clearly so much time went into, so much story went into, so much they try to build this world, right? Where there are all of these audio logs around and different things to pick up. You pick up the audio log, it starts playing, you go back to the open world that you're supposed to tra travel through, it goes away. You can yeah. only it's sit so on the fucking long. menu. It's like, they're, come they're on. Like several minutes long, so you have to sit And they're sit great. There if you want to sit there and get that backstory, they're great. And then just no. And it's in the one that broke me because we're talking about like comparing it to GTAs of old, right? Like I remember in the old days, you know, me and my friends, GTA uh, and having Chatterbox and sitting there and listening to Chatterbox. And I remember in college downloading the full hour-long file of Laszlo on Chatterbox, right? And like how you get in the car in those first few times when you didn't know where you're jumping into the conversation. It was so great. I don't know if it's a bug right now with pre-release build, but there's this one radio station, The Bug, that's like talk radio. You started up and I was, I got into the car the first time it came on the bug, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this guy and this co-host are talking and they're really enjoyable. And I'm like, that's funny as hell. Got out, went and did submission, got back in. It was radio, it turned it back to the bug and it started from the top. Like it wasn't like a loop of the radio. It was started from the top. And I was like, that fucking sucks. Got mm -hmm. I later on hours later, finally, and it was the same story. It was the same thing. It was the same, you know, what's going on or whatever. Eventually I advanced the story far enough that they started talking about medicine and like, you know, that there's no uh, medicine shortage or whatever. And I was like, Oh man, at least it's new. when I was listening to it, got out of the car, like the tower of London. I think I could hear it still coming through the car while I was doing whatever right in front of me, got back into the car, could hear them. The conversation continued. got back in the car and it restarted it to the very fucking beginning of, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you do that? What is the decision here that that's how the, it's like, yes, this is a little thing, but it was also like, well, just turn it off. Like I'm annoyed. I don't want to hear the first f minute and a half of the bug <laughs> every goddamn mission for a day. One thing I think is really funny about, so like this is the future. So autonomous cars are a thing. Like they automatic driving is everywhere. Driverless cars, all that jazz. There's so you, when you hijack a car, you don't kick someone out because the car is, you know, driving itself. It's a robot. Eh? No car in the city has somebody in it. They are all empty. And this is hilarious to me every single time I steal a car. You don't push anyone out at any point, which means really? the entire street of like I've okay, I stole like 30 cars. I've not seen a single person come out of one. I okay, so 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 what happens is uh, obviously I, I feel like prefacing everything with that could be a bug <laughs> but uh, uh when you're walking down the streets you will see vehicles with a light up a and when the a is lit up that means that that is free to use when the a is not lit up that is not free to use there's somebody in that car and if you take that car and cops are around you they'll know that you're stealing that car right but nobody's in the car right like it's like i just stand in the road and like steal a car i've definitely i'm god i could have i've this is like in I'm the obvious. Like does, does Stanley have a mustache or not? This is like that episode of it. Does Stanley have a mustache? I'm pretty sure that I've kicked people out of the car. I, I've i kicked people off motorcycles, obviously. Yes. Motorcycle, like, but also it's just the weird thing of, okay, I get what you're doing with the world building here, but why, why are there so many driving cars currently on the road with just nobody in them? Like what? At what point? What does that? What sense does that make for the world it building? It doesn't make sense for story or world building. I think it is just a convenience thing for the player to say, like, "Hey, here's a car if you need it. You don't have to like steal. Here's a car for you to take for free to go drive to your next objective or whatever." Mm -hmm. What happened, Greg? It crashed. 
No, no, I'm in the middle of a, a thing where you got to fly a drone through something, <laughs> and every time you fail, you have to restart and do it because I failed twice already. It's uh, there's a, I don't know, have you done this one where you're a miniaturized dude, miniaturized I drone? I, I love that mission. I thought that was really cool. I, I'm not against it, but it's like I, I think I've done. It. It's that thing where how many times tries to take you? Uh, like two. Because they got the they got the elect. Yeah, I think this is my third attempt where it's like I got past everything on like one bar of health there at Sliver, but then I got blown into electricity. Oh, because, at the, yeah. Like, towards the end. Yeah, I mean, there are some moments like that that are really cool design and really cool uh, uh, level design where you, you're you essentially a micro drone and you're like a little tiny thing and you're flying through servers and computers. And it's awesome because it's like you're seeing these giant like coupler cables and like big ass fucking, uh, you know, motherboard. Computer chips. And yeah, you got, yeah. The, you got the UPC or yeah, the UPCs on them or whatever. Yeah, it's I, I love that. I really enjoyed that mission. Um, but damn, have I ever... Have I? I'm gonna never have right I now. ever seen a human being. <laughs> I'm put it up right now because I'm like, have I not knocked well, down anybody? Go ahead and do it because I think we've. I, we. I don't. We're not beating a dead horse here. It's like I. I think you know. Again, I think it's boilerplate. If again, mm-hmm. I'm with Andy, right? Of like, yeah, there's plenty to do, and like I'm. Like I. The hacking stuff is fun. The story takes turns, and so it is like that. If you got will, nothing else to play, all right, whatever. I will say I'm disappointed in the game. And I don't like it really. I think it's boring, but I don't think it's bad. Like what yeah. you were saying is like you don't hate it. I do, I think everything about the game is a minimum level of quality. It's just not where I wanted it to be. And it's like, underwhelming. Yeah, it's underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Like it, and that's it, it, and, it's, and it really is one of those like I'm more disappointed than I am mad because it's like <laughs> man we're like we were close to having a really really good game. Like I a, a, I, I, I thought Watch Dogs Two was so good, and I was so excited to see what the franchise would do. And so when they came out with this take over anybody it's always been my e3 demo from forever ago was the tech of it of being able to pick up anybody the thing the preview that's up as a first impression with barrett was here's the story setup which i thought was really well done then jumping you in later and like okay cool now you're screwing around to get here yeah that i think it is that disappointment of man this is underwhelming when i think this could have been something great this could have been something really cool when in reality i do think this is going to be one of those like oh kind of like forgotten games even like Watch Dogs 2 which I loved and talked a lot about I know didn't sell well and so it'll be interesting to see what happens with this one question I have yeah, for you guys that, that's that I just wanted to kind of like oh, uh, continue on that point is like Watch Dogs 2 did not sell great but a lot of people loved it mm-hmm. and that's what worries me about this game is like I don't know if a lot of people are gonna love this game and if Watch Dogs 2 was great and I think I feel like Watch Dogs 2 had this sort of fandom to it sort of like I'm not saying that they are equal in quality, mm-hmm. but sort of like to a Dishonored 2. Like, oh, you guys got to play this game, man. No, not enough people are playing this. We need sure. more people to play this game. I I, I heard a lot about that from Watch Dogs 2, where it's like, oh, man, you guys are missing out. This game's actually really fun. And obviously it's San Francisco, and it's it's really neat to kind of be in this world. And that's what really worries me about Watch Dogs 2, or uh, uh, of Legion, is the idea that it's a lesser game. So how is it going to perform? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be fascinated to see reviews tomorrow and yeah. see where everybody else falls on this. Because I do, again, I just think it's like, all right. Like, this I just is, kicked the dude there. out of a truck. I just kicked the dude out of a truck. Are you di- oh, so there is, are you people who actually do. Yeah. liar, okay. Imran Khan. I can't believe we trusted you. <laughs> I said you. I've, I've kicked people out of like, or taken over like 30 it's cars. It's too late. We caught you, you <laughs> liar. Camera, you liar. We know what you're up to. <laughs> all right, well, then uh, I was like, what happens at I should turn off ray tracing when I'm trying, when I'm on a, call <laughs> <laughs> everything starts just freezing and dying on you one of the things i think is interesting yeah uh as a wrinkle to all this that i don't think by any means 
justifies the game we have right now or makes it more, oh man, this is something again. Because I think there are core problems again with traversal and combat and everything else. They are doing watchdogs online. And I wonder if at any point they started this project thinking that watchdogs legion would be an always online that would be a games and service. Because I think if it was, then you we'd all be having a different conversation to an extent, right? If it was that all four of us went out and who the fuck cares if my character is generic and I'm in the middle of something and they get knocked down. You don't revive me. It's about calling in another one of my dead sec members. We, I run over and roll up and we get back into the mission and I'm not losing my progress and getting these awkward checkpoints or no checkpoint or whatever. Like it's interesting like, to think of how that could have been. I just want to like, I was while playing this game. I was thinking about, Oh, online would be super cool. Cause I want to back to the future. Somebody who like steps backwards off of a rooftop and like pick them up with a carrier drone and just like fly them away. Totally, totally. That Sorry, super Biff. cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it just, this game doesn't do that. It doesn't. You have to really manufacture those situations. The game doesn't manufacture them for you. Yeah. Oh, a guy just got run over by a bus. See, there's a lot of silly <laughs> moments like that that just kind of make me smile and be like, "All right, that's cool." Like, you I, love, I love vehicular going, manslaughter. <laughs> I yeah. love I love going into compounds and seeing where I can take over a vehicle that can run over a bad guy. Like, I again, I think the game does have a lot of those cool moment to moment um uh things about it where there's a guard and there's a vehicle and i can hack the vehicle to drive forward kill him that alerts people and then maybe there when that other guy's alerted he's running there's a trap that i could explode him with like i i find joy in a lot of that stuff um sure but mm-hmm. does that make it like a must play game you know I think I you've done a great job for the record, Andy. I I, yeah. I know where you're at, where you're on a podcast with two people like, eh, and you're like, no, I, I have fun with it, but you also want to temper that as the fun isn't a, a 9.0. Like you're doing a great job of that, of like, I think I'm totally getting it. And I, and I agree with you that there are those moments to be had. I just, it, this is a bigger question for, I think, as the fall continues to unfold of, does that matter when we're talking about $60, $70, right? Yeah. The, well, the next gen 70 for this one. But it's like the yeah. idea of like, hey, do you want to go and invest this into this when you know in two weeks you have PlayStation and you would have had Cyberpunk or whatever? But you know what I mean, where there's like all these different experiences coming out. I think in terms of content and the basic idea, Watch Dogs is probably worth your money, but I don't know that it's worth your time to actually like play through it when other stuff is coming out. Sure, sure. That's a great way to put it. I think it all comes down to like, if if you're not a Sony user, if you don't have PlayStation, you're not going to get Miles Morales. If you're an Xbox player, you're not getting Cyberpunk for another you know, almost nearly a month, three weeks or whatever. Is this something that that could kind of like hold you off? And here's, and I think that's a great way to put it, but, and here's my, my response to that. That's honestly a question. Cause again, I don't know. Even from just the previews I played of watchdogs and Assassin's Creed, I thought Assassin's Creed was way more infinitely more interesting than watchdogs. And so I think the question becomes, as we've worried, worried, hypothesized and worried on shows about, right, of like Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed are both coming from Ubisoft and they're both right on top of each other and they're both doing something. Immortals, like a few weeks after. Totally. Where I think like, I don't know if Valhalla will be have different problems or if it'll be better or whatever, but I would venture to guess that Valhalla is going to be better than this. And I think that, the smart money would be on that in general. So then if you're sitting there looking for the open world thing, do you invest in this now? Or remember, this was the thing with Watch Dogs 2. Beloved game, critical success, yada, yada. Remember, it was like, I want to say within the first month, but I'll be generous and say within the first three months, there was a huge sale on that. 
of like trying to get people in the door. Yeah. So like, yeah, you're they, totally right. I if they're going to, if that, if this is met with, this isn't, I, I, and I'm speaking on my ass. I'm just talking as Greg Miller, I guess, but even from our impressions, watchdogs legion, I don't think will be the critical darling or at least the, you know, fandom darling that watchdogs two was. So if you're sitting here going like, Oh man, like, I don't know. It sounds somewhat interesting. Yeah, I'd love to kill time in it. Wouldn't you just wait for it? And like, for uh, the, wouldn't you whatever. wait for a $34.99 Black Friday sale? Also, exactly. when the game is much more polished, because like, we don't know if there's a day one patch, but like, if there is, it fixes all this stuff that makes it a little less janky. I would play that version. Like, the, the version that we're playing currently with like the bugs and the jank, I don't know that I'd recommend that totally. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As you worry about money, all, uh, And I, I will say that I will agree with that only because some of the bugs are really, they really hinder the enjoyment of it. Where I'm not doing that damn Spider Mission again. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I respect my time, says Imran. I won't do it. Yeah. With me, with me, I was just like, I was on the second level, Imran. And so I crawled the spider up there and I just like walked in, took two steps, picked up the spider. I was out. That's what I did too. That's what I did I too. <laughs> Imran, you should just get good. That seems to be a real problem. Well, that's the I thing mean. is that like I was at the front entrance and I didn't even know there was a side entrance until later. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess I had to have walked around this thing and like, I guess really case the joint. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you just get the construction worker with the flying cargo drone, because it's that's what I do every time. I walk up if I haven't if I haven't flown up, I walk up to it, toss it out, get on top of it, fly above the restricted area. Nobody looks up unless you get incredibly close to them yeah. and scout the entire thing, jump around, and then figure out how to try to the, go through and do the it. The first time that happened, like when you actually do magic carpet that uh, drone, and they play this like funky spy music during it and i just started laughing my ass off <laughs> like i know they want me to take this seriously but this is so funny to look at i have a lot of fun i have a lot of fun actually hacking the riot drones and the counterterrorism drones um and it's really cool because i've gotten it upgraded to the point where i don't know i no longer need to commandeer them because it's cool when you can commandeer a drone that has a an assault rifle attached to it or a drone that has a, a shotgun attached to it. Cause you commandeer it and you just fly around and you start just taking out bad guys or whatever. But the highest upgrade is where you can just uh, make it betray its enemies on its own. And mm. so you can make it betray and then it'll just go off and do its thing and just kill its own like Albion employees while I'm, a, I'm still controlling myself also kind of taking out bad guys where I don't, cause obviously when you're droning, you're, vulnerable and that's happened to me a couple times where i've gotten a little too close and i'm sneaking through and i'm doing my spider drone and suddenly it takes me back to me and i'm getting my ass beat by some <laughs> i'll be on a play like oh fuck i gotta take this morning out. it happened for the first time yeah where i was infiltrating i had to get into the lab to get whatever like you always do and yeah then it didn't say agent i forget what they call you but they're like agent or whatever is in distress and i was like what is that oh shit and i backed out yeah. shirt and there was a drone over here shooting me in the head yeah. i was like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen that's watchdogs legion our review of course so far here on kind of funny games daily andy very close to beating it imran and i not so close and i don't have plans to go back i probably won't like if i do it'll be after all this like this quarter of games basically yeah i, I at this point i am so close and there's nothing else really out there uh right now so fuck it also you know here's a recommendation if you don't want to buy us 15 bucks scourge bringer on switch and PC. <laughs> really good really good I game okay all right i like that the watchdogs legion review like hey yeah. i like it i'm gonna keep playing but if you want to spend your money on something else i, 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 
I, I want to see the like, other day and was talking a lot of shit about it, but it's like actually fun and, and really cool and stylish. I want to see it like recommended parentheses some other game. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm trying to do my due diligence. Yeah, okay. So just a heads up too, because I talked about it earlier. Amazon is selling the PlayStation 5, Xbox, I assume series. Oh, Xbox is just the one version, right? Yeah. So uh, for 60 bucks. So okay, it is yeah, because it's smart delivery anyway. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, what did you think of Watch Dogs Legion? What did you think of our review? Let us know in the comments below. If you're listening on a podcast service of your choice, scream it out the window. Someone will tell us eventually what you said. Uh, of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, the Kind of Funny Games cast doesn't end here. There, of course, is a post show on patreon.com slash Games. Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. will show up for, I believe, Andy's first time ever doing Bless Who. Have you played Bless Who before, Andy? Oh, yeah. No, I played it twice, yeah. Ah, suck. Well, I'm sorry. Two and zero. Well, really? Because no, you no, got it. Okay, no. okay. I was gonna say. I'm looking for a challenger out there. Imran just can't bring it to me. You know what I mean? I read the questions. I better at that. I think. That was fun last time, especially because I just embarrassed people. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can support us on patreon.com slash games. Get your questions read on the show. Usually watch it live, but again, that's going to be touch and go with all the embargoes as we head into review season. Uh, if you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. You can go to youtube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe each and every week to get a brand spanking new episode. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.